I got these elevated shoes, which I'm told to be good. Now I got these thing shoes on, and I acted like a full-blown gay person. <coughs> All right, let's go. Um, hi, welcome to Dissing Killers. The podcast, you're not afraid to punch down. Yeah, there we go. All right, so, uh, this week our episode is on Hitman and serial killer uh, called the Iceman, uh, Richard Kuklinski. Yeah, I liked our intro this week. You know, I hate to subtract from Richard, but we had a nice little going. You got the little cough, and then to my monster truck voice. It's a nice flow. I think we're doing a good job. You gotta love the monster truck voice. It's re- it really is the way to go. No, I could do a whole episode like this, but it's fun for a couple seconds. Could you give us another example? Say something else. <laughs> It's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Gotta love that. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. All right, let's go. So, uh, Richard Kuklinski, or no, wait, first we're gonna go, we wanna go with a letter first. We got a really interesting letter today from from former serial killer and now really good Christian, Gary Ridgway. Let's just do it on the fly, bro. Whatever is in your heart. You know, I think we should go with what Gary Ridgway said. So, we were originally planning to do the episode on, on Richard Kuklinski, but we really clinched it on Kuklinski this week was this letter we got from Gary Ridgway, the Green River Killer. He said, Dear Dissing Killers, Hey boys, it's your old pal Gary again. Sorry I haven't written to you in a while, but I just couldn't remember how to write. Luckily, I remembered after Baby Jesus visited me in a dream, but it was so weird because he also only taught me how to write the N-word. Apparently, or sorry, anyway... I heard you were planning on doing an episode on a famous fat person, Dick Kuklinski. I am morally upset that you would talk about a fat person. Have you not thought of the children? I have. I'm always thinking of children, especially when I masturbate. Remember, baby Jesus loves everyone except for foreigners, and I'll love baby Jesus until he's 14. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to get back to my call with David Berkowitz. We were debating if 12 is too old. I think it is, but he argues it is, too. Hugs and kisses, Gary Ridgway. P.S. Tell Heath Evans I say hi. He was always my biggest fan. So interesting information from um, the Green River Killer, who actually never, who only killed one person who was underage. Apparently he's really into, like, 12-year-olds. Yeah, no, dude, he, that man killed over 80 people. And yeah. also, I don't think he knows what an argument is. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like an agreement, not an argument. Maybe he spelled it wrong, or maybe he's just retarded. I'm going to go with retarded. He probably just doesn't know the word. <laughs> you know, he's like, A-R, same thing. Yeah, same thing. All right, but, um, yeah, so clearly we're doing our episode this week on fat person Richard Kuklinski. Yeah, dude, Kuklinski was a big boy. I think anyone who listens to this episode should look up at him on Google Images. Because he was a fat fucker, dude. Yeah, but if you try to download an image, make sure you have enough uh, enough memory. Because like, even just a photo of him takes like, he's just fucking huge. Is my point. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So no, anyway, I'm, dude, what did Dick Kuklinski do? Well, I'm, I'm gonna read his bio real quick. So basically, like, he was born in Jersey City, New Jersey. So he was already off to a harsh start. And then, um, he was born from a Polish immigrant. And, uh, 
He grew up in a horrible household where his father, Stanley Kuklinski, would beat him and his brothers all day, every day, in fact, killing one of his brothers when they were eight years old. By the time he was a young boy, he was torturing and killing dogs and thinking about, like, murdering people while he did it. And then he got... And then he started killing people in, like, when he was, like, 16. He, um became a, a hitman for the mob, which really is, like, the perfect career for a serial killer. Like, you're killing a bunch of people for no reason anyway. And then, um, yeah, he got married, he had kids, and apparently when he was captured by police and they put his wife in handcuffs, that's when he freaked out. So apparently he wasn't that bad a husband, or maybe he was. I don't know. I didn't research this part. Shaw did all the research on that part, but what did yeah, you say? Uh, basically, two things. Once you're born in New Jersey, you already got you already got a shitty start. And also, I didn't do much research, but I looked up and apparently he beat up his wife. So I stand corrected. Yeah. Well, speaking of New Jersey, this episode is sponsored by the state of New Jersey. The fuck you state. So thank you, oh, New yeah. Jersey, for sponsoring the episode. They gave us ten million dollars to do that quote. One thing about this show, man, is we get bigger and bigger sponsors every week, dude. Who's going to be next? Is it going to be the fucking United States next week? Who well, knows? I can give you a hint. It's Luke Voigt's dildo. But we'll see that at the end of the episode. Or hopefully not see that. We'll hear that, that sponsor at the end of the episode. Um. So, yeah. So, Richard Kuklinski, hitman for the mob, could have killed up to 200 people, maybe more. And yet, he's a fat fuck. So, that's pretty funny, right? Yeah. I don't know about you, but most of what I picked on him for was just being fat. Yeah, 90% of my jokes were either fat jokes or uh, some references to our contributor, Luke Voigt. So, uh... You want to go first, man? I'll let you roll. Yeah, you. no, uh, I was going to say that uh, something we haven't picked on yet is definitely Richard's teeth. Uh, Richard had horse teeth. And an appetite to match. Well, you know, one thing that we gotta go into, when you talk about his teeth, I think we should go about what he looks like. You know, Richard looks like he goes to concerts just to complain about the noise. Yeah, I mean, he looks like that, but he also, he looks like he complains about the performances in the Special Olympics. Well, no, he looks more like, to me, that his favorite hobby is yelling at non-English speakers in Central Park. I don't know. I think he looks more like his favorite breakfast is whiskey and mayonnaise. <laughs> Diet of champions, I guess. <laughs> breakfast of champions, man. I don't know. He looks like the bouncer at a bingo game. The bouncer at a bingo game. There we go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm saving my other looks like ones, so if you want to, like, move on from those. I mean, I can give one more. I mean, Richard looks like he would have run a men's only book club if he was able to read. Yeah. Take that dick. Take that dick, yeah. You know, Richard worked as an enforcer for the mob. Too bad he never enforced a good diet. That's a good point. I mean, it's also... Well, we had a lot of quotes today from Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt, who hasn't been spending a lot of time practicing baseball. He's just been injecting himself with steroids. And while he does it, he usually writes us texts and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Um, He said to me that... Uh, Richard was from an immigrant family and killed people. Surprisingly, his parents weren't from Mexico. That's Luke Voigt who said that, guys. So oh, if you get mad at anyone, get mad at Luke Voigt. Well, I think what he told me was even worse. He said, Richard was evil. 
Because he only killed white men. It's interesting. Um, yeah. No, that's that's yeah. a... He's kind of a dick. Uh, you got another Luke Voigt joke, dude? Yeah, well, Luke Voigt also told me... This is Luke Voigt, first baseman for the Yankees. Said to me that... Richard killed a bunch of people in crowded areas. Surprisingly, he wasn't a woman driver. So, uh, Luke Voigt with his usual anti-women rhetoric. Every week, women drivers, Asian drivers. <laughs> I don't, up, bro. The funny Wait, thing is me. that he got his license at the age of 24. Fun fact. He wasn't able to get his license until 24. He got failed 32 times. <laughs> What's his group with women drivers do? They're... Well, he just doesn't like women in general. Luke Bush is not a Luke Bush is not a fan of women in general. Yeah, fair enough. Luke told me the only thing more frightening than Richard's temper is encountering a non-English speaker. Yeah, no, but I mean, one difference. So they've got a lot in common, but one difference between Richard and Luke Boyd is that Richard was good at his job. Well, one thing that I said was different between them is Luke. Didn't have to pretend to be gay. That's true. Luke does not have to pretend to be gay. Whereas uh, there is that to help get to one of his victims, Richard had to pretend to be gay. But um, when we talk about his victims, though, if he had a dollar for every person he killed, he would almost have enough for his daily KFC order. Yeah. But also, you know, Richard's interviews are like Luke Voigt's children's book. It should just be ignored. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that, uh, that, um, shit, I lost the joke. Oh, no, wait. Richard killed more people's futures than being read Luke, Luke Voigt's children's book. Fuck it, let's go third children's book joke in a row. Richard okay. complained more about his childhood than kids who read Luke Voigt's book. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, we've been making fun of him this whole time. We might as well mention the number one thing about him. Richard is a lot like Luke Voigt's chances at the Hall of Fame. Dead. So, well, I mean, I think we haven't gone back to the fat thing enough. You know, people oh, say... Oh, man, I got oh, fat jokes galore. Yeah, let's do it, bro. People say Polish people are dumb. But Richard proved they could be fat, too. Yeah, I had that Richard was a hitman for the mob because he couldn't fit into the suit to be the boss. Well, as a hitman, Richard made plenty of people disappear. While at home, he made all the family's food disappear. Yeah, Richard was fat and Polish. Surprisingly, his nickname wasn't Kielbasa. Well, like most fat people, Richard was was despised by those who spent time with him. Richard killed in multiple ways, like sitting on his victims. Well, Richard caused great pain and suffering. Two chairs in his house. I love that one. And we are like through half of our jokes in about a third of the episode, so we got to slow down a little bit, give some facts, some quotes, something like that. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so um, Richard Kuklinski had a lot of quotes. He did uh, an interview with uh, HBO. In fact, um, an interview with Richard called The Iceman Tapes was released by HBO to the public. It was the most boring thing to come out of HBO, not named John Oliver. Well, like Obama, Richard participated in many boring interviews. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, so he had a bunch of interviews. Basically, we got a shit ton of quotes from him, but only a couple of them were funny, so we're just going to say those ones. Um, 
He said, I'm not the ice man, I'm the nice man. Which, I mean, if you live in New Jersey, he kind of is the nice man for murdering you. Yeah, I mean, clearly, what stands about his quotes is he has no interview skills. You know, the only thing worse than Richard's diet was his interview skills. Yeah, I mean, fewer people made it through Richard's Richard Kuklinski's interviews than made it through his torture. Well, Richard was known for making his victims suffer. The cruelest thing he did was making them interview him. Yeah, I mean... But to be fair, Richard killed over 200 people. And the reason that I'm bringing this up, he talked about it in his interviews, but Richard killed over 200 people, but most just died when they heard his stupid accent. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go to his accent, you know, Richard's accent was so dumb, it enjoyed a Kevin Hart movie. It's <laughs> a good point. Um, only dumb people enjoy Kevin Hart movies. Uh, Richard was a lot like John Green. He had no literary talent, and his brother can't read. Well, you know, the movie about Richard's life was ignored worse than John Green at a speed dating event. Oof. Oh, man, I didn't see that one. That's good. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Richard's a lot like Lizzo in weight, but Richard had one big difference, which is Richard... Yeah, fuck. Richard had talent. <laughs> I, I feel it's tough to kind of get the Lizzo and Richard because of the enunciation. Yeah, no, there's oh, nothing Richard hard about like, that. I'm just drunk. <laughs> Fair enough. Richard was like Lizzo, though. Fat and irritating. True. Um, But yeah, no, Richard would have gotten the death penalty, but they were afraid he would break the chair. <laughs> oh, man, I love fat jokes like that where you just go in on him, you know? Because uh, he was a terrible person. He was fat. Yeah, Richard's diet was way more disturbing than his crimes. Yeah, I mean, let's get back to some quotes, because literally we're 14 minutes in, we're through like half of our jokes, eh, it makes a little bit of sense, but still. Oh no, I'm through way more than half of my jokes, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, no, uh... That could be the description of this podcast, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> that could be the description of the podcast. We said, my friend, there's not, there's more than one way to do it. There's more than one way to skin something, which is a little creepy, but I also think he's missing, like, isn't there, like, some saying that's, like, there's more than one way to skin a, skin a deer? That's an actual saying, and then he just figured, he couldn't remember what a deer was, because he's from New York City, and, like, they don't have wildlife there besides pigeons. But, no, he knew two things, fast food and murder. Fast and food and murder. Like that, fast food. that is going to be the description on this video, mark my words. He knew two things, I'm writing that down right now. He knew two things. Right, the problem ahead. is, bro, you have so many notes, I don't know if you're going to be able to find it. Yeah, well, this is written in my shitty handwriting. Handwriting of a doctor, but the mind of a podcaster. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, it's a true crime podcaster, dude. This is upper echelon. Like, you can't get any higher than a comedy true crime podcast. Unless you go to and look at the last podcast on the left, because that's just shit. <laughs> Well, the thing is, if you listen to it, you'll be higher because you'll be hanging yourself because of how bad it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, uh, we, we got a lot of notes. Like, uh, speaking of um, what was brought up in the letter from our good friend, friend of the show and contributor. Well, not really contributor. He's in prison. He can't really help. But um, Gary Ridgway. He needs he help, though. He mentioned Heath Evans. 
And uh, I said that Heath Evans says he goes to church, but we know Richard went to church's chicken. Well, you know, speaking of Heath, Richard Richard's interviews are full of more rambling than when Heath Evans goes on Instagram Live. I don't know if that's true, but it's a good joke. Um, no, but I said, uh, Richard looks like he sells fake watches in Times Square and still can't turn a profit. Ooh, bro, Richard just got pushed, and no rebuttals coming his way, you know. But well, it's because he's dead, right? Or was that? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this is gonna this is gonna lighten the mood. I think I can lighten the mood here. Richard was called the Ice Man whenever dinner wasn't good at his house. His wife needed an ice pack. <laughs> yeah, but like most fat people, Richard didn't make it past seventy. You know what? I'm gonna change this podcast. I'm going to educate people. I'm going to go towards an intelligent comment here. I'm going to an Obama joke. Ah, Richard good. and Obama both killed a bunch of people. The difference being that Richard had a reason. Ah, yes. Um, death panels. Obamacare. Look it up. Google chemtrails. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, Richard said he may have killed over 200 people, but I doubt it. I don't think you could count that high. Well, you know, I think you're discounting him a little bit, bro. You know, so. <sighs> Richard mocked a religious man, thus proving he wasn't retarded. That's a good point. I said that, uh, I don't think I made a religion joke. I thought I did, but I, uh, yeah, I guess I didn't. It's okay, well, religion is enough of a joke on its own. You need to make one about that's it. That's a good point. Uh, I was going to say that, speaking of religious people, Luke Boyd. He prays that he can hit a curveball, proof that God doesn't exist. Um, he said that, uh, so I said the easiest way to tell Richard and Luke Voigt apart is that Richard knew how to use a baseball bat. <laughs> well, I think also Richard actually made contact every now and then. <laughs> Richard did make contact every now and then. Well, I mean, we got to talk about New Jersey, bro. I have a lot about New Jersey. Do you have anything about New Jersey? I don't have anything about New Jersey, but if you go ahead, I, I'm sure I can think of something. Okay, you know, like most terrible people, Richard grew up in New Jersey. Yeah, no, it's a... New Jersey is... New Jer it is the fuck you state. It really is. But I feel like New Jersey is just like the... It's just... They're just a reason to believe that Delaware isn't a piece of shit. Is like Delaware can point at New Jersey and be like... At least we're not that. It's, it's, it's the largest collection of white trash in the north, dude. It's like it's a southern no, northern. No, no, no. That's New Hampshire. New Hampshire is the south of the northeast. Mark my words, it will stick with you. New Hampshire is the south of the northeast. I don't know, dude. New Jersey is Bruce Springsteen. No one with an IQ over 75 likes that guy. Well, that's because most of the people who like Bruce Springsteen are dead already, so... It's a good point. You know... I had a joke about Bruce Springsteen. I might read it to you. Want me to tell you too? Yeah, sure. Hit me. Yeah, you know, the only person from New Jersey who caused more pain was Bruce Springsteen. Ah, yes. Bruce Springsteen did cause more pain. The E Street Band, because they were because they were almost bad enough to get an F. Oh, shit. No, that didn't make as much sense as I'm ever to make. Um, yeah. But, uh, no, he grew up... He was born in Jersey City, New Jersey. Richard Kuklinski. And uh, his life just got better from there when he was beaten as a child. Yeah, you know, um, one thing about it, though, is you got to look at this story as a cycle. A poor cycle 
Richard's father beat him. Richard beat everybody. You know, like most people from New Jersey, Richard made other people suffer. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, like, speaking of cycles, that is one thing you will never see from Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt doesn't have the speed to get to third or the power to get there either. I mean... Well, he would also just break a bicycle, too. Yeah. No, but the last time... Yeah, that's a good point. No, but the last time that uh, Luke Voigt got to third, he had to use roofies. Um, <laughs> but, uh... It has become a very heavy Luke Voigt central <laughs> episode. Oh, you're not ready <laughs> I yet. I think absolutely nothing to do with him. I like it, though. I'm here for yeah, it. Yeah, no, I was going to say that uh, Richard was a New Yorker who killed in other states, whereas Luke Voigt is from other states and just kills New York playoff chances. <laughs> you know... We're gonna go. I don't have any more voice stuff. So I'm just gonna oh, make I fun do. Of you know, Richard was jealous of his wife because she could recite the alphabet. Yeah, I said that. Um, Richard spent. Oh no, wait, no, that's I used all my stupid jokes. But I was gonna say that uh, Richard was fat, ugly, and lived in New York. He inspired Luke Voigt's career. <laughs> no, but one thing about him, dude, is he worked for the mob. Which makes sense, because it looks like he was paid in pizza. That's a good point. Um, Richard spent most of his time in prison in solitary confinement. But that's not because he, was un- he had bad behavior. It's solely because they couldn't fit him out of the cell. Well, the reason why they did that was because they had to have separate food rations for him. You know, he was eating all the food. Yeah, no, it's... um he They have a specific uh, specific prison diet, which is where... If you aren't Richard Kuklinski, he eats all the food, and then you're on the prison diet. But, um, yeah, no, I said that, uh, Richard killed over 200 people, but he hasn't seen 200 on a scale since he was five years old. In fairness to Richard, this is going to sound bad. I know, I know, I'm defending a serial killer. Being under 200 pounds takes a lot of work, dude. You have to be really skinny under 200 pounds. At five years old? Yeah, I mean, dude, it's hard to be under 200 pounds. Like, only skinny, like, just frail people weigh under 200 pounds. How much do you weigh again? I'm, I'm just pointing out, this guy's from rural Pennsylvania, which is, like, <laughs> it's my 600-pound life as their models there. So. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, bro, like, like, let's get into it, dude. You're going to mock me for where I'm from. I'll, I'll just go see you, bro. You're a chubby chaser. Plain and simple. Wait, I'm a chubby chaser? That's good shit. Yeah. <laughs> he likes them so big that they make Richard Kuklinski look small. Yeah, no, but at least I like women with curves, right? <laughs> Fine, you win. Not yeah. very often, but every now and then you'll win one. I can't believe we just completely switched sides and I won. Alright, but, um, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> speaking of, uh, fat people... The Zodiac Killer was named after a planetary calendar, but Richard was just the size of a fucking planet. Yeah. No, dude. With the Zodiac Killer, he was unsolved. But whatever food disappeared in Richard's house was very easy to solve. That's a good point. Actually, we don't know how fat his kids were. They were probably pretty fat, too, right? (laughs) Let's just assume that they're fat. Let's just assume his innocent children are fat fucks. Alright. Next week, pay attention for next week when we make fun of his kids. <laughs> next week's episode, Richard Kuklinski's kids. They didn't do anything wrong, but we're going to roast him anyway. 
Um, but no, he looks like he's the only pedophile. He's the only pedophile who couldn't tell if he was aroused. Looks down, he just sees his stomach. He's like, ah, kids well, probably too old. a pedophile that would friend zone some kids. <laughs> <laughs> looks like the only pedophile to not be able to ride a bicycle. Um, yeah, but uh, we've got some uh, some interesting stuff about what was wrong with him. You got any more jokes, or do you want to go into like the stuff we save for when we get to 24 minutes and we have nothing left to say? Yeah, dude. I don't know if you can tell, but I've been out of jokes like the past three minutes. Yeah, I can tell. You're just you're just going off whatever I say. That's why I'm better at like stamina joke wise. But um, you know, um, he was. Only time you can keep it up. What? It's the only time you can keep it up. (laughs) You're such a dick. All right, but uh, what was wrong with him? We had that he had a stupid accent, horse teeth, and that he was fat. Dude, there was so much wrong with him. I don't even know where to begin. He was an ugly motherfucker. And, like, you know, you know the line? Somebody's like, somebody says, you're fat, and you say, I'm fat, you're ugly, and I can lose weight. He was both fat and ugly and didn't and chose not to lose weight. So, like, he's got a lot. He had a lot going uh, wrong there. Well, I mean, dude, his goatee was the most hideous thing about him, too. <laughs> like, have you ever seen an interview? He literally has food stains in his goatee. It looks yeah. disgusting. We well, said, I've never felt sorry for anything I've done. Other than hurting my family, I do... And then he goes, I do want my family to forgive me. But I don't think his family's going to forgive him until he learns how to shave, right? Well, I mean, I think that you should, you should definitely feel some sort of sympathy Think about how many all-you-can-eat buffets he put out of business over the years. That's a good point. But, um... Ugh, sorry, we're recording this at 2 in the morning. I'm, like, starting to lose it. But, uh... Yeah, we had some, uh... He was one of the few serial killers you're gonna learn about who had a wife and children. Interesting. Most of these guys, their whole life is just going and killing people. I mean, that's one of the reasons Gary Ridgway really identified with him, is Gary Ridgway, too, had... A wife and children. But, you know, Richard Kuklinski was fat. Yeah, well, he was a family man, but he looked like a family guy. <laughs> That's a good line, actually. I might keep that one, too. Let me write that down. Yeah, you talk while I'm writing down that. Yeah, you know, one thing about him is how everyone knew he was evil is they just saw how fat he was. You know, like, no one that size can be a good person, clearly. You know, one thing about our show, too... I hate to go off topic, is we never try and fat shame anybody. You know, we're always open to people. You know, if you're fat or different, we're not going to make fun of you for it. We're going to embrace your differences. You know, we're all about embracing other people and accepting others. <laughs> That's the all whole that point matters is acceptance. I mean, us two, we're accepting individuals. The problem is that every time we try to bring a person of color into our studio to talk, Luke Voigt gets really upset grabs his thing of Lysol, kicks him out, and cleans everything down. He wipes everything down. I mean, last time he was like, Jack, go home and take a shower. You touched that person. When I gave him a high five. Luke Voigt, man, you you need some work, man. Well, you know, one thing about it, dude, I think it's a good balance, because we're open-minded to other people, but Luke Voigt is just there to be close-minded. You know, he makes us look good, frankly, right? You know, I I think the best way... The, the best way to suddenly make yourself seem better than you are is to just stand next to Luke Voigt. No matter what you're trying to make... Luke Voigt is subpar at everything. 
So if you want to make yourself look better than average, you go and stand next to Luke Voigt. And listen, if Luke Voigt is not in your town, just hang out with a really shitty person. That's what we do. That's how we feel good about ourselves, is hanging out with Luke Voigt. He makes us look like, like I don't know, UNICEF. By comparison. <laughs> yeah. Except uh, when... Uh, in- I don't know, wait, no, you wouldn't get, I don't think anyone would get that joke. That's more of a, like, my hometown thing. That doesn't make any sense. Fuck. All right, but, uh, yeah, let's get to who's to blame, our last sponsor, and then we'll, uh, we'll be done for today. So, uh, who do you think's to blame for this, Shaw? Okay, bear with me, guys. Fast food. You know, if fast food didn't exist, there would be no people upset about not being able to see their own dick. For instance, Richard was angry at the world but more angry that he couldn't tie his own shoes. So, I mean, what you're saying is that if fast food didn't exist, Richard Kuklinski wouldn't have killed all those people? Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't be angry, dude. Like, yeah, he'd see no. his own dick, tie his own shoes. He probably would be a peaceful, like, he might, he might teach a yoga class. You never know. Yeah, he seems like a yoga teacher if he hadn't eaten fast food. I said that the state of New Jersey is to blame because people would rather be in prison than live their lives there. So, interesting fact for Richard Kuklinski, if he'd been born in any other state except maybe Delaware, would have been fine. If he was in Pennsylvania, dude, he would be one of the best people of all time. Just a heroin addict, but other than that, just a meth addict, but other than that, he'd be fine. Yeah, you know, I mean, he couldn't visit Honduras, but he would still be a good person. (laughs) Honduras is a poor nation, and I went to help. Dude, you stole all their food, and you kicked people out of a village. How is that helping anybody? That village wasn't that nice anyway. Well, fair enough, I guess. You know, your version of helping is sort of like Richard Kuklinski's version of dieting. Not very good. Not very good. That's fair. All right, so uh, our last sponsor today is... Fuck, I lost it. Give me a second. Uh, we boy, this is the fun part of the show document. when we look for stuff. I, I get it, bro. Um... Say something. Okay, I'll say something, dude. You want me to talk? No, I got I'll it. I'll give you the facts. Shut oh, up. you ready to get your response to this guy? This week's sponsor is Luke Voigt's dildo. This dick won't kill you. Because it's like three inches long, but it's still like Luke Voigt loves it. So. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you did tune in, we get about seven listeners a week, so we really appreciate your help. And, Thanks uh, for the ending, dude. That was a brilliant ending. I think everyone's going to love it. Yeah, I think everyone's going to love it, because they're going to be like, wow, these two people really don't like each other. And we're going to be like, yeah, pretty much. So, uh, thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in. Chai, you got anything to say? Peace. <laughs> say that again in, like, a legible way. In like an a c- c- um comprehensive way, or no? What's the word? Peace. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys.